Hey, hey, you're listening to the Journey with Janice podcast. Join me on the journey of pursuing Jesus, building our lives on the word, and seeing this world impacted with the love of God. The Journey with Janice podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. You can find my podcast and other great podcasts in the network at newreleasetoday.com. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at The Journey with Janice and check out my website, journeywithjanice.com. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Journey with Janice podcast. I'm so excited for today's episode because I absolutely love every opportunity that I have to be able to get on here and record a podcast to encourage your hearts in the Lord, to talk about the word, to talk about Jesus. And so that is my heart. And I say that all the time that my heart is to encourage yours. So thank you for tuning in. I'm excited for today because this is the day the Lord has made and I'm choosing to rejoice and be glad in it. And sometimes y'all, I know y'all can testify with me here that sometimes we have to make ourselves rejoice in the Lord. And I think that's why God tells us over and over again in scripture to rejoice, to rejoice. Again, I say rejoice like it is repeated because it is so easy to give in to the stresses and cares of this life and this world and to be discouraged. And so we have to continually encourage ourselves in the Lord by staying consistent in his word, by spending time in his presence, by worshiping, by praising. We know the Bible says to put on a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Well, it actually says that he gives us a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Um, I was actually just quoting a song that I remember hearing when I was first saved that says, put on a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And so if you find yourself in a season or even a moment or maybe just a day, whatever that looks like for you, where you're just feeling really heavy and discouraged, I encourage you just to praise the Lord. Start praising him. Say, God, I praise you and thank you for this day. I praise you that you're good. I praise you that you're faithful. I praise you for access to your word. I praise you for my home. Whatever it is that you can find in your heart to praise and thank him for, and I guarantee that that is going to pull you out of that just feeling of despair and discouragement. And so I just love that his word is key to everything. His key, his word is key to everything in life. And it, and it, shows us and instructs us and and trains us and and gives us clarity and direction for our lives and what to do when we find ourselves in different situations. And so I want to talk today about consistency. It's just a word that is in my heart and my spirit today, the word consistency, and really just encourage your hearts to be consistent in the Lord, to be steadfast in Him, to find yourself rooted and grounded in Him and His word. And so it's just been just just the contemplations of my own heart today and how important it is to be consistent in the word. And I know for me, like I can find, I can tell when I find myself in seasons where I'm not being consistent and steadfast in my prayer life or in the word, because I just feel off. Like, I don't know how else to describe it other than I just feel off. I don't feel like I'm completely on track with uh, everything that God's called me to. And then when I make sure that I'm making that time to stay consistent in his word and even consistent in fellowship with other believers, because we know that iron sharpens iron and we need community. That is one message on my heart that I will probably herald for the rest of my life about the need for good, godly community. And yes, we are called to be a light to this world, to be a city set on a hill, to go out and reach people for Christ. But we have to have people in our circle who love the Lord, who aren't afraid to tell us the truth and love and to correct us when we need it and to have 
accountability and all of those things. And so staying consistent in fellowship with other people is so important too. We know that the Bible even says in Proverbs, I can't tell you exactly where it's found, but in Proverbs, it says that um, he who isolates himself is foolish. And other translations says stupid. I'm like, well, way to put that bluntly, but it is so unwise for us to retreat. And I'm just I don't know why I'm getting in a vein with that on this episode, but maybe there's someone listening who has started to isolate themselves from other believers, isolate themselves from community. And I just want to encourage you that that is the enemy's MO. That is what he would like more than anything for you to do because his objective is to steal, kill, and destroy, to steal, kill, and destroy every part of your life. And so getting you to get away from the fold, so to speak, get away from good godly community is a tactic of the enemy to be able to attack you because you are more susceptible to him and his traps and snares when you are not in good godly fellowship and community. And so it's just a reminder for my own heart too, because it's so easy to just go about your life and you're like, hmm, I haven't really even connected with other believers in a while or whatever. And sometimes that's not even intentional. So I just want to encourage you to make sure that you are staying consistent in fellowship with other believers, that you have people surrounding you who are going to cheer you on in this thing that we call our faith race, right? We know that Paul says that we press on toward the mark of our high calling in him. And so we need to keep moving forward. Our faith is always forward moving. We cannot sit down. We cannot slow down. We cannot go backwards. We have to keep pressing forward. And sometimes that is literally a press. It is a press to keep moving forward, especially when you find yourself in a season that is difficult and you feel like everywhere you turn, there seems to be a snare, a trap, a a hindrance of some kind. But let me tell you that God gives you the victory. God gives you the victory. I love the scripture that says, thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph through Christ and through us diffuses a fragrance of his knowledge everywhere we go. So everywhere we go in every place, we carry that fragrance of Christ. If you are a born again believer, you carry the fragrance of Christ and some people are going to be drawn to that and some people are not going to like it, but it doesn't matter. You have a, a mandate, a call, a responsibility to carry the light of Christ. The Bible says to let your light so shine before men that they would see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. So don't hide your light. Like Romans one sixteen says, I am not ashamed of the gospel. Don't be ashamed of the gospel. That doesn't mean that everywhere you go, that you're standing on a table declaring the word, whatever if Holy Spirit puts that in you to do that, then you know what? do it. Do whatever God calls you to do, but don't feel like it has to be obnoxious or it has to look a certain way. Honestly, people are going to see Christ in you just by the way you live your lives. They're going to be like, wow, they don't look like the world. They are living by a different set of rules, a different standard. And it's like I said, to some people, they're going to be drawn to that. They're going to be attracted to that. And other people are going to be repulsed, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because we know that even the Bible says that they rejected him. They're going to reject us. And you never know those seeds of influence that you're putting on in people's lives that maybe sometime down the road, someone else will come along and be able to speak more into that. Even if in this season, it's not you. We know the Bible says that some plant the seed and some water, but it's God who brings increase. So results are up to the Lord. Like 
don't put that pressure on yourself to feel like, oh, I have to get everyone saved or whatever. No, your responsibility is to live your life holy and set apart unto him, to not be ashamed of the gospel, to let your light shine, to speak the truth in love, to live your life according to the word of God, and then let God do the work. Like It is on him. The results are on him as far as what that impact and influence looks like that he has around you. But my encouragement to you bringing it back around to the word consistency is to stay consistent in the Lord. And I feel like so many times we live our lives in like a roller coaster state where we're up and we're down and we're up and we're down and we're up and we're down. But I really feel like God is calling us to live a steady life in him where we are not moved. We are not swayed by the winds and the waves. We know the Bible talks about the parable of the wise builder. And there's two different builders that that parable that Jesus told described. And it's the parable of the person who built their life on the sand and the parable of the person who built their life on the rock, which is Jesus. And both of them experience the winds and the waves because we all do, right? It rains on the just and the unjust. We all, whether you're a believer or not, go through experiences in life that that test us, that challenge us, that really just push against us. We all go through troubles in this life. And even Jesus said that in this life, you in this world, you have many troubles, but take heart. I've overcome the world. Don't let your heart be discouraged and don't let your heart be troubled. So that's what God's been speaking to me. Don't let your heart be troubled because it is so easy to get in that place of worry and anxiousness or whatever, but we can just rest in him. The Bible says that he keeps us in perfect peace when our mind is stayed on him. So I find in those moments where I feel just discombobulated that I'm like, whoa, Janice, like, where's your focus? It's not on him. It's on the cares of this world. And so back to the parable of the, of the builders, the one who is able to withstand the storms and the winds and the waves is the one who built their life on the rock, which is Jesus. And it says that the one who built their life on the rock is the one who heard his words and, and put them into practice. So we are building our lives on the rock, on that firm foundation of Jesus Christ. When we are hearing the word of God, we know faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. If you want an increase in faith, get in the word, start reading it over yourself, declaring it over yourself and applying it to your lives. Don't just read it. Like the Bible says, don't just be a hearer of the word, be a doer. And so we need to live according to the standards found within the word of God. And so many of us may hear that and be like, that is impossible. Yes, it's impossible to live a perfect sinless life. No one will ever do that except for Jesus himself. But there is the possibility of living our lives according to the standards of the word and walking in continual repentance and knowing like, hey, if you mess up, it's okay. The Bible says the righteous fall seven times, but still they get up. And so even in those moments where you fail, because we're all going to walk through those times, we're all going to have those ex- experiences and times where we mess up. You just repent. You give it to the Lord. He casts your sin as far as the east is from the west. His mercies are never ending. They're new every morning. The Bible says that he delights in showing mercy, that he is rich in mercy. God's not running out of mercy. God's not running out of grace for you. And so just repent, turn away from whatever it is that you're struggling with you know, let the Lord recalibrate your heart and refocus, re-shift yourself onto the path that he has for you and onto just whatever it is that he's calling you to in this season. And so I encourage you to build your life on him, to live your life according to the word and stay consistent. Just stay consistent. Don't live your life in this constant up and down, up and down. I feel like all that emotional turmoil is an assignment and an attack and an agenda of the enemy to keep you out of sorts to keep you just up and down because when we're up, we're up. When we're down, we're down. And it's like he wants to keep you in those continual 
roller coaster type phases. And that for me, like last year was my word was steadfast, just staying steadfast in the Lord. I want to stay consistent in him. I want to just live my life poured out for him. The Bible tells us that we're called to be living sacrifices. And I think about that from time to time, just what a living sacrifice is. And we know in the Old Testament, there were sacrifices that had to be made for so many different things. And those sacrifices were burned on the altar. And I'm like, God, I want to burn for you as a living sacrifice. I want to be so consumed with the fire of God. Do I get it right all the time? Absolutely not. Do I mess up? Absolutely. I'm human. So are you. Like, God has grace for us in those moments. But I want to be someone who is just sold out and surrendered to Him. I want His perfect will for my life. I do not want to settle for anything less than what He has for me. And I have no idea. I say that and just it's a blind faith, right? You know, faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We walk by faith, not by sight. And so when we give God our full yes, most times we don't know what that means. We don't know what that looks like, but we know we can trust him. We can trust in him. And God has been so speaking to my heart for a while about just trusting in his character because his character is constant. He never changes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So my God, who has been faithful to me in every season of my life, every season, he has never failed me. We know the Bible says that God is love and love never fails. God will never fail you. And so stay consistent in him. Keep your heart steady and steadfast. Don't let your heart be troubled. I know so many of us battle with that, even myself included, where it's hard sometimes to not let your heart be troubled. But it's like, God, I choose to believe what you have spoken to me. I choose to stand on your word. I choose to exercise the authority that I have that you have given me. I will not, you know, become subject to the wiles of the enemy. The Bible says that we are not ignorant of his devices. We don't have to live our lives constantly on the defense with the enemy. And I think about this a lot too, about how often we are on the defense with the enemy, that he comes in, he attacks, makes a mess, we clean it up, we pray it through, we you know, allow God to restore and redeem all things, which is beautiful. That's one of the most beautiful things about the Lord is that he does restore and redeem all things. But I want to be in the offensive with the enemy. I want to see, I want to be like that watchman on the wall who sees the enemy coming from afar and does something about it. I don't want to just know what he's doing, but I want to do something about it. And we do that through our prayers, through our decrees, through our declarations, through just knowing that Holy Spirit shows us of things to come. And so we can be ready. We can be vigilant. The Bible says over and over again, be vigilant, be sober-minded, be awake, be alert. And so that is my cry, especially to anyone on here that is living in America, which is also not so affectionately known as the sleeping giant because there is such a heavy spirit of slumber in this country. And it is hard to not fall into a place of complacency and apathy, to stay awake. That is my cry to you is to stay awake, to stay awake in this hour. Don't let yourself fall asleep. Don't let yourself become lukewarm. Don't don't let yourself become cold. Stay hot for the Lord. Keep pursuing him. Keep pushing through whatever it is, those attacks of the enemy. And I just declare right now in Jesus name that every assignment, attack, agenda of the enemy is canceled over your life in Jesus name. Everything that the enemy would try to come at you with to discourage you, to stop you, to hinder you, to hold you back from doing everything 
everything that God created you for. We know in Ephesians, it says that God created us for good works. He prepared those good works in advance for us to do. And so my heart is that you would lay hold of everything that God created you for. That is one of the, the, most troubling thoughts that I have is like, God, for myself personally and for other people, I don't want to get to the end of my life and have regrets. And what ifs? What if I would have just been bold and stepped out into everything God had for me? What if I wouldn't have been so afraid of what other people thought? What if I wouldn't have been so afraid of failure and I would have just said yes to God because I know what he's called me to do. His sheep know his voice. And so I know what God has called me to. I know what he is speaking to me. And I don't want to give him anything less than my absolute 100% yes. I want to give him my 100% yes and stay consistently, completely sold out and surrendered to him all the days of my life because he's worthy. He is worthy. He is worthy. And so I'm going to pray for you guys. I pray that this episode encouraged and ignited something in you. Please feel free to reach out to me. I would love to hear what God is speaking to you. I would love to hear what you are believing for in your life. I would love to hear what ministry callings you have on your heart. Even those things that maybe you're afraid to admit to anyone else. Listen, I know one of my gifts is to encourage other people in their calling. And so I would love to hear what's on your heart, to encourage you, to pray for you, and whatever that looks like for you, because God has a call on your life. And if you're listening to this and you're like, Janice, I literally have no idea what God has called me to. That is okay. I've been in those seasons myself. Where I'm like, God, what are you doing? I don't really have clear direction on what you're calling me to, but I want I want to do what you want me to do. I just need wisdom for that. That is okay. I would love to pray with you for God to reveal that to your heart as well. And so again, my encouragement to you is to stay consistent, stay steadfast in the Lord, stay in the word, stay in his presence, keep pressing on toward the mark of your high calling in him because you have a high calling in the Lord. You were created with a purpose and there is no one in this world who can impact the world in the way that you can. So I pray your heart is encouraged. Let's pray. God, I thank you so much for this day. God, I thank you for every single listener who will tune in to this episode. God, I pray that you would fill them with wisdom, that you would give them clarity and direction in this season of their life. God, I pray that nothing, nothing will hinder them, stop them, slow them down, or hold them back from everything that you have called them to. God, I thank you that they are pressing on toward the mark of their high calling in you. God, I pray that even as I'm praying this, that you would re begin to reveal to their heart, God, the plans and purposes that you have designed specifically for them. God, I pray if there's anyone on here who is battling with just a spirit of depression, heaviness, anything, God, that is not of you, I command it to go in Jesus' name. God, I pray that you would infuse their heart with encouragement, that you would give them a spirit of expectation for their life. God, I pray if anyone on here is dealing with just hope deferred, with even depression with suicidal thoughts. God, I pray that you would give, just reveal to them, God, um, just your purpose for their life. God, that you would give them a will to live and not only just a will to, to live. God, I don't want people who are listening to just exist, God, but I want them to truly flourish and thrive in everything that you've called them to. God, I speak life over them. I speak life over them. I speak life over them and blessings. God, I thank you that you are showing them everything that you have created for them in this season, God, that there would be nothing hit, nothing hidden, that your light would shine in every area of darkness, that you would heal every heart that is listening, God. If there is brokenness, unforgiveness, bitterness, God, I pray that your spirit would just mend those places. God, I thank you that you're near to the brokenhearted, that you heal the brokenhearted and you bind up our wounds. God, I thank you that you are good and you are faithful and you never change. Thank you for loving us the way that you do. Thank you that love never fails. God, I thank you that love covers a multitude of sins. 
And God, I just pray that every person on here would be encouraged and strengthened in their faith today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you.